My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her, I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. Mm-hmm. But it's an empty road. I feel so. Christmas to everybody. And it is a Merry Christmas. A little bit late this morning, just decided that on Christmas morning, I'd have a couple calls with some people beforehand. But other than that, Merry Christmas to all. It's truly a blessed day as we celebrate the birth of our King and our Savior. It really is amazing. You know, just a kind of a reflection on today, because I don't know where you're at. I don't know if you're with family, not with family. But just a lot of prayers today for everybody, just to coming together closely in the body of Christ and to be strong in this day, to just really walk with him and be with him. 
and to celebrate all that we are and all that we've been given. There is a very specialness in this time that we are in, and it's the specialness of embracing truly who we are and what God has given us. And I, th- I think that that's a, a huge place. It's difficult at times to step into in the middle of crisis. And, but we want to make these days like today is one is extremely special day to focus purely on him and to place him before all things, which really should be the stepping off of how we walk in our life anyway, of always keeping it in that place and keeping him before us in all things. I'm going to um, open with a few prayer requests that we've had here that are important. And uh, here's one, and this comes in from um, let go of my let go of my medicine at yahoo.com. And it says, please pray for the Miller family. They are a beautiful, loving Christian family with four blessed girls wanting as many children as God will give them. They've suffered multiple miscarriages and have been heartbroken so much by this, but still love the Lord. Thank you, Bards Nation and Scott, for this beautiful, powerful, loving ministry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, Father, on this day, in this blessed day of the birth, the celebration of the birth of our Savior and of Jesus, we're asking for a miracle and a blessing of life and a blessing of healing, a blessing of restoration, and a blessing of the womb. That the Miller family be blessed with the ability to have more children. That with four girls already, may they be blessed with additional children as they seek, and may the burdens of miscarriage now be cast off. And may whatever that is causing that, we place a hedge of protection around this family. We pray into this family. We pray life into this family, and we pray new life into this family, the power of creation and the seed. And whatever influences that may be there, dark or demonic, those are now broken and cast off. Any ancestral ties we break and cast off, and we pour the breath of life in Jesus into the hearts of this family to raise them up and to bless the womb, truly in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we declare healing upon this family and restoration of life on this family and the ability to bring new life into this family. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. We have another prayer request here, I believe. So we have a statement. This is somebody's fiance's grandmother passed away a few hours ago. Prayers for her family as well. They are all devastated this Christmas. And this comes from Brian Scott. I was going to pray in to Stella's family and the loss of her grandmother. And while the loss is difficult on these times, it's really an important time really to celebrate the coming together. May they find that this time that they have together to be the greater blessing to celebrate the memories and the great contributions that the grandmother has made in each of their lives. And may this be a moment where the healing of that, sharing with one another, and celebrating the life of the grandmother becomes the healing that they need to enjoy this day, to celebrate this day truly as one of remembrance 
of who somebody was and the need to continue forward in the memory of them, in the glory of what they represented in their lives. So Jesus, we just ask that you can be present in this family's lives, fill their hearts full as we pray into this family to heal and to restore. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. So this is a, it's a nice way to kind of start out with some special prayers people want. I think that's good. I think those are gifts. I want to encourage you today that um, when you go through this today, and something I'm I'm working on myself actually actively, that you make it. We make a commitment in this next year as we head into this year to take time to write letters to one another. Something very special about a letter. It's um, and take time to think it through, not just to. I mean, when I say this, like, buy stationery. Think about how. Think about receiving that letter. And let's make a choice to step away a bit from the craziness of the internet and the digital world. It's not to say we're disengaging, we're not walking away from it, but there's something very special and very endearing about taking time and slowing down and writing a letter, writing it in your hand, thinking things through, knowing that that draft is... the draft it's going to send. And if we do this, we, we tend to find ourselves, I believe, is a, is a way of ministry that is getting us closer to God in many ways because we're taking time. And in this letter, include a scripture. Include a scripture in every one of your letters. This, this is actually something I'm doing. And it's, and it's something that I'm, I'm, a, I'm enjoying because in doing so, it's forcing us to reflect on our words, be very intentional about what we write, pray on things, letting the Holy Spirit work through us, and at the same time, writing Scripture and choosing those words in Scripture, writing them physically. It's a pretty powerful experience. And as we take the time to do that and then send the letter to somebody and having it received, without the expectation of getting anything back. If you get something back, even better. But letters are a process, and they're a process, a deep reflective process of our lives and our way of communicating and the refinement of the words that God wants us to have on our heart and the slowing down a bit from this pace, this wild pace we have of typing and sending. I don't think there's anything more destructive than misconstrued emails (laughs) <laughs> they go out in their crazy ways. It is. So today is a day definitely to be t- with people. And if you're not, then you're with people here. There's a community on Bars Nation, community.barsnation.com. You can go over there and sign up. There's people to chat with. We want to bring people together and want to know, you know, if you're in need, let us know. So areas to share what you're needing, sharing for prayers if you need prayers. And that's such an important part of today is sharing the experience of today, not alone, but with our, with with God. And as you walk in that place, if you need support and prayer, then let us know. It's important. It's an important part of all of this. We've had quite a journey this last year. And I'm just reflecting last night on coming up in January will mark a year when God told me to start talking about having a loving and forgiving heart. And the reactions were mixed when we started that discussion. And the reactions were mixed not because we have hatefulness in our heart, but because of the burdens that we all carried 
and even myself, those reactions were mixed when I first had God give me that word, that the idea of having a loving and forgiving heart coming out of COVID and having the shot still being pushed on everybody was a very difficult place for many to go. And yet we did. We prayed, we, we followed it, and we, we came to a place where that's become a baseline to so much of what we talk about here. We've had, we had Bard's Fest in the spring, in early summer, which was in Yuba City, and that was a new level. And the new level was where we started to focus on coming together. The most important part of Bard's Fest in Yuba City was breaking bread. And Jim Conley and his team were assembled for the first time and produced, did the impossible, quite frankly. Cooked food that we had just out of the gate, cooked food for the better part of 300 people. Lunch and dinner for two solid days. We had an amazing time at Yuba City, getting a chance to hear some very unique voices and a whole range of voices, and ultimately being able to go into Marysville, which was right next door where Anton LaVey's church had started, the Church of Satanism, and we were able to pray and walk that city. And with that, there was an amazing change that happened a few months later. That uh, Brian and Alicia Derrico, their daughter was in the Marysville Hospital and gave birth to a child. And I say that because it's an important turning of events that all of the culmination of work that was done with Glad Tidings Church or the Church of Glad Tidings and the, the prayers of Bard's Nation, I believe truly has finally ended the curse that's been on Marysville, which has been a heavy one. And symbolic to that was the birth of Brian and Alicia's daughter's child in Marysville Hospital. We make big impact. In the spring, last spring, we started the principle. We started this the show of, of prayer healing, which began on a Friday morning. And we moved it around. It's now on a Sunday morning. And really walked into something that we hadn't done a lot of. And that was to pray truly, just dedicating for prayers of healing. And this has turned out to be an amazing show every week with powerful testimonies of the miracles of the living God. And with this, we've leveled up to a new place as a nation. And as a community, we've come up in a fellowship as we pray in it. We've started to really touch the power of prayer and what it, this, the beginnings of what it can do. And it does amazing things. And we've had incredible testimonies of life transformings life transformations, people at the edge of death, people having at the edge of wherever they are, being pulled back and being given new life through the prayers that we put out here. And that in itself is just a, is something to walk in and to own and to really celebrate God for. We had a Bards Fest originally planned for Fredonia, Kansas, that at the last minute after months of planning was had to be relocated. And we prayed on it, and in 10 days, God gave us a new location, which was Flemingsburg, Kentucky. Amazing. And it turned out to be an incredible event, an event that was so powerful that I think it shook a lot of people, an event that redefined most everybody's lives that were touched there. 
It was an event filled with Holy Spirit. It was an event filled with the miracle gods. It was an event filled with what we needed to do as a community to come together and to put our eyes on one thing, our eyes on Jesus and through Christ to the Father. And people did. We've seen one of the most powerful images coming out of Flemingsburg was the wheelchair that was left. Someone who had come in in the wheelchair and walked out. Testimony. We had over 100 baptisms. We had baptisms in Yuba City. We just had a, a few of them there. But I think it was about five. When we got to Flemingsburg, we had 100, 100 baptisms. And then for my own sake, moving on from there, from Flemingsburg to the men's camp, we did 80 more baptisms. And then to Isaiah 61, we did 30 more baptisms. All of those I was participant in. And what a blessing in that sense, but just to watch the power of, of what God does to move people's hearts. Over this last year, we've, we've become a, a location now, a ministry that we're, we're talking and actively participating in deliverance and miracle healing. We're pushing into the places of praying into raising the dead. We're taking on those mantles of what Christ told us we could do. All of this within a year. And it's not just small things. These are big leaps that we're making as a community. All of this is God moving through us and getting us prepared for the greater works in the ministry and preparing for these next steps that are coming at us. And they don't, we don't really know what they are. What I do know, and I, I think we can all share, is that we have the power right now to define a lot of where this world goes. And it's anchored in the power of our prayers and our faith. Last night we did the show on General Patton's prayer powerful show. And that show, that story is so compelling as a general that understood the power of prayer down to the individual soldier, not just the power of prayer from support people back home. And that lesson itself should be on our hearts, the reminder that every one of us has as a necessity, a need to pray into the victory that we need in these hours. We live in a time when it's easy to fall into the pit of believing that the enemy's greater than God, but the enemy's not. He never has been, never will be. God is greater. God is moving more, more brilliantly, more powerfully, but we have to believe in that. We have to step into those authorities. We have to accept that our God is greater than them, and that means stepping away from fear, no matter where we sit and no matter where we are. This holiday you're with family, there's one of the most powerful things that we can be doing is not talking about politics, but instead talking about the, the stories that we've been through to get to this place. The stories of what it took to hold on to your faith. And that's a challenging moment. We have stories in this community alone that are enough to bring tears to most people's eyes. But this is a time to heal and to heal the bridges. And it really needs to be done because what was done to the family, what was done to those unsuspecting was to do exactly what they had hoped, which was to divide. And when we're divided, we're easily conquered. 
the biggest message, I think, for this last year for people to realize, and it's been reflected in everything we've done here, is that ultimately, as energized as it may be, as it is neat as it may be to be on the cutting edge of all the latest, greatest news and insights, none of it matters when we compare it to, the, to our glory in God and our ability to change the world through prayer. And prayer is the fundamental tool of this warfare as we learn to pray and not just generally pray, but pray strategically, pray tactically, pray as a weapon, pray as a, as a way to seize the enemy, pray as a way to heal, pray as a way to raise up, pray as a way to cast out demons, pray as a way to raise the dead. This, the various ways that we can pray in with intensity always comes from the same heart of purity, to taking it to Father and knowing whom we are the children of the Most High, stepping fearlessly before the throne, stepping fearlessly into this world and saying, this is what we need, Father, we declare it in the name of Jesus. And to understand that authority that we carry because our enemy likes to use that authority against us. And unfortunately, when we are unsuspecting, the enemy does a good job. So on this day, when a lot of things are faced, and this is a day as well to get easily swept away into the gifts and the materialism, and I'm not taking any of that away. These are gifts of the heart, and they're important to receive and to give. But in all things, let us not forget that in all things, these are gifts from God. They're not just out of our pocket. They're not from our money. They're not from our job. Everything that we give needs to come from the heart, and that's part of the act of a cheerful giver. And as we do that and lean into that, we transform today from which all we ever hear about Christmas is in terms of it being a shopping day or leading up to shopping experiences. None of that matters. None of that matters. None of this that we receive will go with us. But we need to take time to pray. Pray as a family. Pray as a community. Pray together. And truly lift each other up in a beautiful way so that we can walk into that body in a more deeper level. I think the greatest challenge that we all face ultimately is ensuring that we walk as we should with the Holy Spirit in our heart. So that begins with each of us taking a reflective moment before we step too deep into the family affairs and the day's events. Take a breath and pray with Father. Pray to Jesus to walk with him today. Ask Holy Spirit to be with you today so that you walk truly with that anointing as God intends and that we stay that path. No matter what the legacy of family, baggages, old things, old wounds, whatever, stay centered on him. And that in itself is one of the most powerful things we can deliver as a gift to families and a gift of this day, even if you're not with families. But it's a beautiful day to reflect truly on what we were given. We were given life everlasting. We were given eternal life through the sacrifice of God's son, ultimately, that was born and what we celebrate who was born on this day. And I say all that because I know there's a lot of, there's on these days, so many times we end up with, well, Jesus wasn't born in December. Okay, that's all right. We're here celebrating his birth. We're here celebrating what that represented. And it's the intention of our heart that matters most. So let's be celebratory for all that. 
and let's enjoy this day, no matter where we are. I'm grateful for this day, for all that this community represents, and I'm grateful for all this community has given to me, and I'm grateful for all of you. And this is a day that my greatest gift truly is just being able to sit right here. One of my greatest gifts is to be able to sit right here and to be able to just share what's on my heart and as God's laid it on my heart. And I think that's that in itself, as we come together and we pray together, that's one of the greatest gifts one can receive and to give is prayer. So with that said, let's pray. Father God, we come to you today on Christmas Day. All of us assembled here, blessed, honored, humbled as we put ourselves before the throne and truly bring ourselves and our hearts open to you to for you to see for us to communicate clearly with you. Father, we need to as we pray in today, we're, we're praying into our hearts with honesty and praying into you with honesty. We know you know your heart. We know you know our heart. That's not a question. I think it's always the question of, do we know our heart as well as you do? And can we present that, our heart, to you with that level of honesty? So, Father, that's something that today I, I pray over all of Bar's Nation and ask for a blessing to settle in on this day a blessing of honesty and truth on the hearts of each, that we don't hold back who we are to you, thinking that somehow we shouldn't say something or thinking somehow that you know us better, but rather for us to step up and level up to show you that we do know our heart and then where we don't know it, to ask you honestly to reveal it to us so that we become to you the honest and purity that you need for us to be in and walk alongside. Father, we also pray a blessing of life over all this community and over this nation in a time when so much emphasis is placed on destruction, tearing down, even the, the spirit of death. We rebuke that. We rebuke it and we cast it out, truly bind it and cast it out to the lake of fire. And instead, Father, we stand before you today and we breathe life over this nation. We breathe life over Bard's nation. We breathe life over this nation. We speak life. And we speak those words of life, the power of life and death. We speak the words of life over Bar's nation and over this nation and over the, over the nations of the world to raise up new families, to bring in and bring in the new children, to inspire people to want to have bigger families, to inspire people to want to co-create with you again, to lift up those hearts of this world that want to be a greater part of kingdom to be able to now embrace that in this hour of how important it is to walk together, to build up our families, to nurture our children, to teach them the love of you, the love in God. We pray for the families that are under stresses right now today, that there are some, or even individuals, not just families. We pray for them to be filled with the Holy Spirit and filled with the presence of Jesus. And we pray for those stresses to diminish. We pray for those in need to be blessed with the things that they need to get them through the day. And whether that need is emotional, spiritual, physical, may they be blessed with what they need to get them through the day. We just pray for a day of peace across this world, a day where there isn't the concerns or the threats that some may be facing or the crime that becomes so normal. 
pray for a changing of heart today, changing of heart of even those that are walking in the darkest places to be tempered, to be pulled back, and ultimately reflect on whom they serve. And may this day be a reminder to all that on this day we are reminded of the birth of our King and ultimately whom we serve. So, Father, this is a, a blessing of peace, a prayer of peace and a blessing of peace for a nation and a world. Peace to come into the hearts of the many, hearts of the men. Peace to settle in, to be, give wise words and counsel rather than wicked words and fire. This is a day of speaking life where there is no life. There is a day of speaking life where there is only darkness and raising this up to bring out the best of people, not the worst. For the families that are together today, we do speak and breathe life into these moments. Life of the truth of the heart, life of a healing heart. And those that are here in this community that are in those places, may they themselves be filled with that glorious place of being able to speak life into families and raise families up in the glory of heaven. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We're humbled by all that was sacrificed and all that was given. And to always remember the significance of what that is in our lives. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And Merry Christmas to we all. So this is a great day. Take some time. I've got to go make myself a quad shot, which will be a good kickoff of the day. I hope you've had time to talk to family, friends. If not, you have family and friends here. That's the most important thing. And that's time to celebrate. And to each and every one of you, thank you. Sincerely, sincerely thank you for all that you do, for being here to be part of this community. I bless you. And I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. So as we always say, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I am going to cancel Bard's FM tonight, but I will have Fishers of Men open tonight. And that's just because we have dinner right in that hour, and I'm going to have we're going to have a good dinner. So there will be a Fishers tonight, but not a Bard's. At least not in... I say that it'll, it'll be a long, it'll be a different Fishers tonight because I'm going to try to get the Cantrell kids to come on this evening. So look for us for an earlier time shift, like an hour back and maybe even two. We'll, we'll start it as soon as I can, but it will be one longer show tonight and it'll be a good show. And we'll get the Cantrell kids to come on and talk. And I think everyone will enjoy that. So, all right, Patriots again, Merry Christmas until then or until the next time. God bless. Merry Christmas. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the deepest end. Oh, I want to feel something. Let me get back in my body